Welcome to the New Era of Wealth Building Podcast, formerly the MLMSuccess.com podcast. This show will reveal a new era of team building that has been created by smart contracts on the blockchain and technology that wasn't even available a couple of years ago and most still don't know exist or understand today. We share with you real success stories from real people that are happening right now today. While traditional network marketing companies have fallen into a state of dissipation and delusion, what Mr. Calvert calls a social club, there is one company and organization whose members are progressing and growing their incomes weekly. This organization is led by the host of this podcast, Dale Calvert. Dale has always said that real product and network marketing is people. Dale has always taught, if you build people, people will build the business. We believe network marketing is the number one personal development program on the planet with a compensation plan attached. When you combine wisdom of the ages success principles, proven personal development systems, and a new era opportunity, you have the formula for life-altering success stories. And that is what we share with you in this podcast. So here is your host, who has a goal to develop 500 six-figure earners and 10 millionaires on his team over the next few years. A small-town guy that figured out early in his career that the real product in network marketing is people. And the magic and Ziggs quote, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Dale Calvert. I am super excited to introduce our podcast listeners to Shelly Giddings in a session we're calling Breakout to $1 million. The introduction to this session is going to be slightly longer than most of my interviews on this podcast because Shelly is just such a great example of what I mean when I say break out. And this is a great time to attempt to drive this concept home. It is my sincere hope that when this session is over and we talk about what does it take for someone to break out in an entrepreneurial endeavor, that you'll be able to explain it, that you'll understand, that you'll have this concept solidified uh, in your mind. I mean, that's really my hope And as we go through this. Breaking out happens when a self-aware person is progressing along usually three steps forward and then a couple of steps backwards. And just the fact that I say a self-aware person, that eliminates the majority of the pop- of the population. It just does. Most people have very little self-awareness. They don't understand how they, with their own self-talk, are yanking themselves around emotionally all day, every day. They're letting their emotions run them. They don't understand fight, flight, or freeze. Uh, they have no real understanding of what's going on in their, in their subconscious mind, much less they barely do they understand what's going on in their conscious mind. And, and it's just the truth. It's sad, but it's true. So breaking out happens when a self-aware person is progressing along, usually three steps forward, two steps backwards. They're working harder on themselves than they do on their business. And they're working through constant personal development aspects systematically, systematically in overcoming barriers and fears. And you all have talk, heard me talk about if you have fear of the phone, 
eliminate that before you start trying to learn SEO practices or other some meaningless skill set. There's certain skill sets that you've got to get past, and like fear of the telephone is one. That's why we have a whole course just on how over, how to overcome fear of the phone. I mean, there's certain skills that you have to learn if you're going to be effective in any type of business, uh, and you've got to get in the pool if you're going to learn how to swim, so you've got to practice in order to get better. Perfect practice makes perfect. So... When it comes to breaking out, only self-aware people that are working on themselves can really make this happen. You know, they're just overcoming. They're in the they're in the game. They're on the field. They're playing, and, and they're working. Uh, and it's a very uh, slow, steady, intentional personal progression. And they're working, and they're growing, and they're learning. And then they, those type of people, are ready when the right opportunity at the right time in history falls in their lap. My five years in Shackley, uh, people in Shackley would call me successful. I had a couple of bonus cars uh, that I'd earned through the company, some some vacations, but I never made a lot of money. I mean, I think my my biggest check was maybe $6,000 or something. I don't really remember. But I never hit six figures with Shackley. And I spent five years there. But those five years in that business set me up for my success when I entered the insurance business and became Rookie of the Year in the Great Lakes area and then built the the number one district in the Great Lakes area. And and then the number three district in the United States, right behind California and New York, you know, this little small little agency in Kentucky was kicking butt and taking names. But the reason that happened was because of my five years of of plugging in to the personal development aspect of the Shackley business. I mean, I've always said network marketing is a personal development program with a compensation plan attached. And daggone it, it is if you're going to achieve your full upside potential. But my five years in the in, in the insurance business set me up so when I re-entered network marketing with National Safety Associates, I mean, I just hit the ground running and was at the you know top position in 18 months and became a member of the president's advisory council and won every award that they that you could win there and you know my five years with nsa set me up for my multi-million dollar income run with new image international that's the way this works that's the way this works but if 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 not for the five years of Focused, concentrated, personal development, uh, intentional learning with Shackley, none of the rest would have ever happened. I mean, I could have joined NSA, but if it wasn't for those development years with Shackley, NSA would have been for me like it was for most of the people that joined it. So I'm in a situation now, and I say this um I mean, I, I just say this because it's it's fact, and, and I'm not trying to be egotistical about it. 
I'm trying to communicate this because I know the path and you're either going to take the same path or you won't. And if you don't, you don't. But if you take the path, if you follow the path that's been laid out here and has been proven multiple times over and over and over, I mean, I'm just in a situation now for the rest of my life, I'll be a top producer wherever I land because, number one, I'm willing to work. I'm willing to work. I know I don't depend upon anybody except the person staring me back in the mirror, and I'm willing to do the work. I will always do the work. I've got a great work ethic. And that's number one, because there's a lot of people that have achieved titles over their career, and they think because they've achieved titles for whatever reason, that entitles them to not have to do the work. I've never believed that, but man, I've watched it in a lot of people. I'm going to jump over here, bring my following here, and then I'm going to try to keep them all hyped up and motivated and on auto ship, but I'm not doing any work. I'm not going to recruit anybody. I'm not going to market any product or service. I, I have a, I have a, I have a title. I, I, you know, and I just don't play those games in my own head. I don't read my own clippings. So I'm willing to do the work. And number two, I'm not afraid to pivot. And I won't spend time in any opportunities that make no sense for my team. For my team. Not for me. Not for me. I mean, I have people contacting me about becoming master distributors. And it means nothing to me. It means zero to me. That's not how I got where I am, and it's not how I'm going to go where I'm going to go. It's about what's in the best interest of our team. So the first lesson is wealth happens in the entrepreneurial space when opportunity meets preparation. When opportunity meets preparation. And unfortunately, every now and then it will happen Somebody will get wealthy by accident. It's when opportunity meets dumb luck. And that does happen. We all have seen it. So wealth happens when opportunity meets preparation. Not when opportunity meets deserve. You don't become financially independent because you deserve it. Not when opportunity meets knowledge. You don't become financially independent because you've spent hours and hours and hours of your life listening to podcasts or watching webinars. Knowledge without action leads to self-delusion. Wealth is created when opportunity meets preparation. Half of the game is won when you find the right opportunity at the right time in history. And I've really been trying to help people understand this, you know, going back to my NSA days, you know, because uh, I missed Herbalife. I could have been the second distributor in the state of Kentucky in Herbalife. I was at the office when A.L. Williams opened their first office in the state of Kentucky. I was somebody's guest at the grand opening. I was there when it first happened. But my loyalty to the Shackley Corporation, to my company, and my unwillingness to pivot caused me to miss those two phenomenal opportunities early in my career when they were first starting 
and I'm sitting there trying to work a 30-year-old company that had already peaked in the mid-70s and was on a downward trend. All network marketing opportunities are not created equal. All entrepreneurial endeavors and side gigs are not created equal. So when you have self-proclaimed gurus trying to communicate to you in their Facebook and YouTube ads that they're going to give you the magic formula for success, you can be certain that they usually don't have a clue. 50% of network marketing success depends upon the timing of the opportunity, not the foo-foo dust the self-proclaimed gurus are going to be selling you. I mean, they put together a course to capture your data and sponsor you into whatever over-the-hill program that peaked years ago and is gone that they are involved with. So on social media... Uh, You know, when you see these four middle-aged women, you know, you've all seen them doing skits like they're in some type of seventh-grade drama class and calling themselves beach babes or whatever it is. I mean, you really know what's going on, don't you? (laughs) I mean, don't you? I mean, for the record, Beachbody has come and gone. It's over. It's over. It's over. Half the game is won when you're in the right place at the right time with the right opportunity. And you can look back at any time over the past 75 years of network marketing or side gigs that were available in history. And we could all sit down and we could, we could figure out, you know, what the best opportunities were during that particular time period. We can talk what was the best opportunity from 1950 to 1960. What about from 60 to 70? What about from 1970 to 1980, and so forth? And we could all, when was, we could all come to the logical conclusions based upon documented facts and volumes that companies have done. And when it's all said and done, the greatest income generating opportunity in history is happening right now. Period. Uh, the company is I have global ERC program the ERC program from IOP Global, and most of the people that have registered with the company, they're, they're affiliates. They've gone through the 10-question course, and they passed, and they're certified affiliates. Most of those people will not understand what they had in their hands until the opportunity is over and gone. That's just the truth. But not Shelley, not our guest today. Shelly sees the opportunity for what it is. So to break out, you have to have the right opportunity at the right time in history. And if you do, that's half the battle. Wealth happens when opportunity meets preparation. I have many people on my team that will earn more money in 2023 than they've ever have in any year of their entrepreneurial career. And I personally would love to break my personal best income year. Uh, if we had five, if we had a five year run here in front of us, which we don't, but if we did, then I know I would. Uh, but the truth is, you know, the opportunity is pretty much going to be over, I believe by the end of this year. So we don't have five years. But while we are here 
we all know that we will probably never see an income-generating program or opportunity like this ever again the rest of our life. If the federal government wasn't involved, it wouldn't it wouldn't exist. And this is the first time I've been involved in anything that the federal government was paying out our commissions, basically. So if this is the first time you've heard this podcast and you don't know what's going on with us and our team behind the scenes – you can learn all you would ever want to learn and get the details at Haley's, H-A-L-L-E-Y-S, Haley's Comet Biz dot com. And you can get the details there. You know, I have others on our team like Shelly that will earn more this year than she has her entire on again, off again, 25 year network marketing career. Yes, she will make more money this year than the 25 previous years combined. How does that happen? I mean, how does that happen? I mean, if success happened when opportunity met deserve, met deserve, Shelly would be a millionaire years ago. I mean, come on. What mother of six who has a very no-drama attitude, a unbelievable team member, and great mindset doesn't deserve to be a millionaire. I mean, if you're a mom of six, you deserve to be a millionaire if it was based upon deserve. But that's just not how it works. It works when opportunity meets preparation, not when opportunity meets deserve. Deserve deserve happens because of preparation. Uh, We're going to hear this interview with Shelly in just a minute, but... Here's the real point I want to get, I hope you guys will get from this session, especially members of our personal team. Now is the time to go all in. Because we all know you're going to be paid very well for your efforts. But more importantly, the skills you developed, the self-awareness you develop on this particular run at this particular time in history and the personal development hurdles that you will jump right now will prepare you for the next run, for the next run, if the clock ends before you hit financial independence here. Financial independence happens when opportunity meets preparation. Shelly is a perfect example of this. Lesson, let's just listen to her now. Hear the interview we did with her. And I'll be back at the end of this to attempt to really drive this very important point home. I, I mean, I love what I do. I'm not retiring, but I'm looking for people that I can live life with. And here's the bottom line for me. This is from a post like four or five years ago. Because I talk about this a lot. I talk about being people that I can get in the foxhole with, foxhole relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of our podcasts and Zoom trainings, I've got, you know, I, I talk about I've got your back. You have my back. I'm going to take care of me for you. You take care of you for me so we can take care of each other that way. Because the only person any of us control is the one staring us back in the mirror. And I also understand that the type of relationships I'm talking about take a long time to develop. 
and they're almost impossible in today's fake friends, social media world. Be yourself, be authentic. And when I think about that, and I think about people that I can get in the foxhole with, I mean, sincerely, Shelly, I've known her 25 years. Solid as a rock. Uh, the ultimate team player. Uh, it, it, I, I, I feel like if I needed anything, I could call her and she would do her best to be there for me as I would her. Uh, the last time we talked, she had done 29 ERC calls, which represented 1,375 W-2s, which equates to about $13,700 in funds for the organization. She's $13 million, $13 million. Uh, $700,000 in funds for the organization she's worked with. Uh, she, and it also equals nearly a half a million dollars in commissions for her. To be exact, it was $467,500. Less than three months, less than 90 days. And, you know, I talk a lot about breaking out. Y'all have heard me use that terminology for years. And I've seen it happen for different people at different times. And honestly, after 25 years, or it might even be longer than that, it's happened for Shelly Giddings. And I can't wait for her tonight to tell us how she did it. So, Shelly, tell your story. Do what you want to do. Say what you want to say. It's all yours. Thanks, Dale. Let me stop share. Okay. Help me welcome Shelly Giddings, y'all. We're in for a treat. <laughs> oh, you guys, I am I'm nervous and I never get nervous. I in my political life, I get up in front of hundreds and hundreds of people and I can talk and I don't get nervous, but I am um for some reason. So so much so that I forgot to do my weekly report today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> the first time you're excused tonight. That's the first time. Thank you. Thank you. Um I'm going to I'm going to go back a little bit because I think that it'll become relevant in um in the story and in how and why I've broken out. But um I'm a California girl. We moved to Utah about 25 years ago. And when we did, um, my husband had been laid off from his job and which is one of the reasons we decided to move. And it took a long time for him to find another job anyway. So we were just kind of broke. And so I was looking for something to do. I had kids at home. So I was looking for something to do from home. And I, I answered a newspaper ad um that Don Baker had put in the in the oh, wow. paper. Yeah, he's my sponsor. I didn't realize Don, I didn't realize that. Yeah. 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 He was my new image sponsor. So first time I'd ever heard of network marketing. Didn't know anything about it. And um got started. You know, he he gave me some videos, uh VHS videos. I put that in my TV and 
there was this guy on stage who had the worst Southern accent I had ever heard in my life. (laughs) Dale, sorry. (laughs) I've come to love that accent. Um, But, and, and as I watched the video, I just knew that that person on that stage who was Dale believed what he was saying, knew what he was saying and wanted other people to have success. I mean, I could just feel it. So I got involved in the new image. Um, didn't do great. Uh, and then, then new creations, um, for a minute after that. And then just kind of lost track of Dale, honestly. And I don't remember how many years later it was. I decided to look him up and you were living in Dallas. I think Dale then, um, Anyway, I sent him an email. I'm like, you probably don't remember me. And he goes, I remember you. (laughs) Um, I don't know if it was true, but that's what he said. (laughs) Um, I remember the first time we met. You do? Yeah. It it was in our Idaho. Idaho. It was Idaho. And you sent me some message and said, you know, I I was going to be out there for a regional or something. You said, I need to meet with you. Mm -hmm. And I get dozens of those. And I don't know why, but I said, all right, you know, I'm going to be there a day early. I think I was coming from Vegas or something. I said, I'm going to be there a day early. And we met. That was the first. Mm-hmm. And you were a newbie, newbie. Very right. new. I was very new. And yeah, so we had, for those that don't know, New Image had this phone system called ImageNet, right? That's what we, and um, Tony remembers. I can see him nodding. Uh, and so, you know, we would get, messages from Dale or um Ron right Ron or what or or our national directors would leave messages that kind of a thing and you would log in and listen well so I just I I heard that Dale was going to be in Idaho and I thought you know I have some questions um and so I left him a message he immediately I mean you answered really quickly and said sure I'll meet with you and I think because I was so new, I had no idea who you really were, and I might not have done it if I did. I don't know. But Dale was gracious. He said, I've got 15 minutes. I think we spent 45 minutes. And um, that that experience taught me a few things. First of all, that Dale practices what he preaches. He is truly value-focused. He truly does want us to be successful. Um, well, I and I remember, Dale, I don't, know if, I don't know if you remember this. I went to a national conference in Kentucky. It was the one where you let everybody go through your house. I can't believe you ever did that. <laughs> but, um, and you came right up to me. You remembered me. You remembered my name. You like, that was so impressive to me. So impressive to me. Um, Because, you know, I'm just this person that was not doing very well in New Image, you know. Um, Anyway, so I caught back up with Dale and just kind of kept track. And then I, I think the next time I I joined a network marketing company was a Servia. Um, 
And I started to do pretty well in that until the rug got pulled out and then went to euphoria. Um, I didn't stay there. I didn't stay with that very long. The, it was just, the product was too expensive. And, and so I kind of decided network marketing was not for me. I wasn't good at it. Um, I, it just wasn't going to be anything I would ever do again. Uh, and then I was in California with my grandkids a couple of years ago, and I got a text message from Dale. You need to watch this video and then let me know if we should talk. So again, you guys, he practices what he preaches, right? He doesn't do it if he doesn't, you know, he doesn't tell us to do it if he doesn't do it. So, and I didn't answer him. I was with my grandkids. Nobody bugs me when I'm with my grandkids. And a couple of days later, he texted me again. He's like, did you watch the video? And I still didn't answer. Um, and I think it was the next day I get a big red question mark <laughs> in my text messages. And I'm like, okay. Anyway, so I did obviously join APL Go and here we are. Um, one of the things that, well, okay, let me back up again. Um, I came from a great family. I just, I have one sister. My parents were very good parents, but they didn't teach us to be I don't know, intentional in life. It was just kind of, you know, you just kind of go along and whatever happens, happens. Um, and I think that I probably would have made some different choices in my life had they taught differently. But anyway, um, back in the new image days, I was told to read a book called, what do you say when you talk to yourself? And that book changed my life. Um, and it's eight years ago today. I, it just came up in my Facebook memories. Eight years ago today, I became a certified self-talk trainer with Dr. Helmstetter. He had a group come to Florida and we spent a week. But anyway, so self-talk. Self-talk um, has changed my life and my kids' lives. I, I've i taught it to them. And uh, here I go. Um I have some amazing kids who have amazing goals and do amazing things. And I really think that that's, that's part of the reason, but, um, so APL go, obviously most of us here know about APL go switching over to iHub. Um, when we go there, let me ask you something real quick. Okay. If ERC hadn't happened for you, would the time that you have spent been been worth it for the ripple effect of the personal development and what that's had on your kids? 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know I've talked about this before. I have my oldest sons are twins and they both own their own businesses, very successful companies. Um, and they still quote things that they heard from you. Cause we would listen to those cassettes, you know, in the car all the time, they still quote you. They quote Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, um, no, 100% worth it. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, but when loop came along, there was so much happening in my, in my life. Um, so I'm the, I'm the chair of my County, um, Republican party. And so I'm in charge of a lot of things political. Um, and it was an election year and there was so much going on with the politics. And I, I had to do things with candidates and um, both on the federal level, the state level, and the local level, and I had to have meetings, and I was doing all of these things. So loop, I, I, I would go out a little bit, you know, and oh, the business owner's not here, and so I just kind of, um, not really gave. Yeah, I would say I probably just gave up because every time I would go out, nobody was there that I needed to talk to. Um, but I was planning on getting into it when, when the election was over, but then ERC came along and I remember I talked to Dale, Dale called me and said, what do you think about this? I was so excited because, because of my political connections, I know a ton of business owners, big businesses. We have this meat plant here, um, that is no, it's known nationwide, I know the the owner and his two sons really well because they do a lot of things for us politically. And that we've got three huge cheese factories here. I live in a rural area, if you haven't caught on. Um, three big cheese factories. And I had a connection to the CEO of one of them who would be able to get me the connection with the other two. So I was super excited. So my first call was to the meat, the meat company. Oh no, you know, thanks for thinking of us, but we have already filed. Got my connection to the cheese factory CEO. We've already gotten our money. What about the other two cheese factories? Yeah, they've gotten theirs too. And I was just like, (laughs) I was kind of disappointed. And, and then I started talking to other, you know, the smaller business owners, everybody in my phone had already filed or received their money every one of them. And so I, I got a little like, maybe, you know, for a day, I was a little discouraged, but then I thought, okay, private schools, I can bring value to these private schools, right? These big companies, these big factories, They've already got lots of money anyway, you know, but I can bring value to these private schools. And so I I started contacting them and um, most of you already know, but it's been, it's been successful. They respond. They are excited. Um, Most of my 29 that I have are schools. Um, I. I don't know. There's just something about the ERC that hit me differently than anything else I've ever done. And I think, again, it's the value, right? Dale just talked about what are these, the direct proportion to the value that you bring, right? And I feel like I am bringing value to these people. I'm not asking them to buy anything. I'm not asking them, you know, to do anything like that. I am telling them, I want to give you this money. And that's exciting to me. Um, you know, one of the pastors that I talked to, he almost started crying and he said, 
we need a 15 passenger van. We are going to use this money to buy that van. Yeah. Because we've been praying for an answer. That is why I'm doing this. And that is the best part for me. Um, just the, the bringing that value. Um, there was another one, another school that said, you know, we can use this money to give scholarships to kids whose families can't really afford to come here. You know, just that's exciting. That's exciting to me. So I just keep, I just keep on those private schools. Um, so what do I, I take my daughter to school in the mornings. I come home and I do my morning routine, which includes, I, um, I read and I'm not just reading personal development stuff. I love history and obviously politics. And so I've started switching off. So one book will be personal development. The next book, like right now, I'm reading a book about George Washington, which has great principles in it, right? And things that I can still learn and learn from. So I read, I am learning a language I've decided this year. So I spend, I do at least one lesson on the language app. Um, and then I sit down in front of my computer and my, I think to, I think, okay, I get into the mindset and it's who do I get to help today? It's not how many W-2s can I sign up? How much money am I going to make? It's who do I get to help today? Um, and that's just exciting to me, you know, to help these people. Um, I did kind of take a little bit of a break from, from private schools and went to cannabis companies. <laughs> um, that was interesting, but I'm back to private schools again. Um, cause there's so many of them and I have sent, I didn't count, but I've sent thousands of emails. This is the trick, right? Massive numbers. I only have 29 calls scheduled, but I have sent thousands of emails. So that's just, that's just something that you got to do. Right. Massive action, massive action. Um, Oh, I don't know what, uh, Oh, here, here's something that I do want to share. Okay. You know, I've always had my goals. I've always, every company I've been in, I thought, okay, you know, you have your three reasons and I'm going to make this much a month, but I've never believed it. I've never truly believed that I could do it. I know without a doubt, without a doubt, that I will be a millionaire this year. I know I can do it with this program. No doubt. It's going to happen. I'm I'm halfway there, right? And it's only January. (laughs) I'm excited. I don't know what else to say. My life is not exciting. Let's let them answer questions. But one thing that I want to point out, you said by the end of the first week, I realized everybody in my phone had already gotten you. 
she didn't say after four months. At the end of the first week, as human beings, we want to accomplish as much as we possibly can with as least effort possible. That's just the way people are made up. But if you can just throw that philosophy out the window and say, how can I get to 10,000 people today? And you hit it like that. Game's over. You win. Mm-hmm. It's just that's just it. That's the game. Yeah. And when you find those gold nuggets, follow up, follow up, follow up. Mm-hmm. That's the game. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Let's let's let people. Anybody has questions? We don't need comments tonight. I want questions for Shelly. If you want to give her an add a girl, that's fine. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, y'all know she was on our uh she headed up our CMG book club and did a phenomenal job with that. Just so so good. Thank you. And uh you know, she's just a very valuable asset of, to this team. And it just amazes me that for 25 years kind of touch and go and in, in and out and to see this happen. It just couldn't happen for a better, more deserving human being. Uh, Vicki Karstner, I see your hand. Mrs. Follow-up is what I'm going to call, start calling Vicki. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm the, I'm going to give Shelly an girl. <laughs> I don't really have a question, but if it weren't for Shelly's golden script, I think a lot of us would not be where we are. And that script has opened up so many conversations for everyone. So, you know, I appreciate you, Shelly. I appreciate you sharing and everything you've given to the team. It's been a joy being in the book club with her. And uh, we've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. And I just appreciate her in a big way. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Vicki. My my golden email is only two sentences. <laughs> but it has a big response. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Gordy and Kelly. Then Tom. Hey, Shelly. Uh, add a girl. Add a girl. <laughs> you know. Thank you. Yeah. I, uh, well, when you were talking about who I can help, and it, you're so value focused. It made me think of a guy that I've been trying to get a hold of. And when you started that during this podcast, I I sent a text to a guy that um, he sent us a referral the other day, and he made the phone call. The guy was waiting for me to call, and those are a slam dunk. And I said, "Do you know anybody else?" And he said, "Let me think." And I said, "Thanks." I said, "I'm trying to," and this is based on what popped into my head when you said, who can I help today? And so that just happened within the last, what, five minutes. You said that five minutes ago. So I said, I'm trying to help Tommy Smith, but my old friend won't respond. I, and this guy that I'm texting this to is getting, he's at the IRS um, or he's submitted his docs, whatever. Um, I said, I, he won't even respond. I think I think he thinks I'm trying to sell him something. I'm trying to help. 
you might give him a call. At this point, I really don't need the money. It probably won't be a big deal for me, but it might sure help he and Cindy out. I think COVID really hurt him and because they had a bar. And he said, I will call him. And mm-hmm. so, you know, just just you pointing out, you stay so focused on the value. Uh, you stay so focused on the value focus that that's, that's obviously why, you know, I mean, it comes like Dale, and you just got done saying, when you become the right type of person, then the automatic response, you don't have to search for it. It just pop. It just pops onto the keyboard or out of your mouth. And then when you were talking about um, the self-talk with your kids, um, Whitney, our oldest, she's a new image baby all the way. And her her oldest son is six months old. Six years. Six years old. And I was, that's, I'm glad she corrected me because I was going to talk about how he was out fishing the other day. <laughs> but we're, we're shooting ducks the other day. And so we got on a pond, obviously. And so we've got, we, we took our fishing pole as well. And so he's out there fishing and we fished and fished and nothing happened. So we changed some stuff up and he started catching bass and he starts saying, I'm a professional fisherman. And then he, he kept catching them. And then he was saying, I am a legend. And they started quoting Babe Ruth and all that. But the ripple effect from that has transferred so I guess, and I, and I read too, history. I've even gone to reading some quality fiction to kind of unwind. But I guess my question to you would be, is do you see, like we have three kids and they're all three different, but they all three grew up with all this stuff. And so do you see, like, are you batting a thousand percent with your hundred percent with your kids? Or, I mean, cause you know, we have one of them that really hasn't absorbed all this stuff that much. And we have two others. One would never let on, but she spent a million hours watching Dr. Phil and it wasn't for the drama. She's a smart kid. She (laughs) really understood. We just give a crap about watching Dr. Phil, but she's a smart, (laughs) smart kid. So I think that transferred from new image and all the stuff that you and I learned from Dale. Mm -hmm. But anyways, back to your kids. I mean, because we're we're getting different results. Well, I have six kids and I would say two of them probably haven't been affected with it as much. They haven't really latched onto it, but the others have, you know, my 15 year old, who's my last one at home. She's my singer. Um, She wants to be on Broadway someday. She has the confidence and she knows without a doubt, she will be on Broadway someday at 15. Um, And she's got the talent for it. of course I'm her mom. So, you know, but no, but really, um, she has just, she's just auditioned for a one week, um, intensive with broad people from Broadway, um, performers and she had to audition and they, they offered her to play. So she's going to go this summer for a week to New York city and spend a week with all of these people anyway, but she has totally latched onto this, but um, my two middle-ish kids, okay, so six kids. So my two middle kids, not so much, but the rest have. Interesting. Well, cool. Yeah, it, it got to take 66% anytime right there, huh? Yeah. And then, yeah, they've, they've had it all. Well, thanks so much for answering and that it's question. Never, it's never too late. Right. You, you know, some people don't get this to, I mean, look at Don Baker, your sponsor. 
Mm-hmm. And he went out with a bang, man. One of the most positive human beings in the world. He was amazing. Uh, he was. Tom, then Philip. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Shelly, I just wanted to ask about your emails. Are they all personal to schools or are you using Apollo with, with schools? I Apollo has not worked for me very well. I, you know, I set it up initially and I everything was going to spam. I literally Google. I get on Google and I'll say private schools in Salt Lake City or private schools in Idaho Falls. And then I go to their website and I look for a contact email. Sometimes I can get the principal or the head of school. Um, sometimes I can't. So it just goes to the office. But that's that is what has been. And it takes time, right? You know, it takes some time to do the research. But that has worked better for me than anything else. And are you following up with the same school even if you don't get a response? I don't follow up if I don't get a response, but I'm going to start doing that, honestly. Um, yeah. But at first, I didn't want to. I, I kind of just didn't want to waste my time. But now I am going to start going back and um, following up. Okay. Um, I also want to give you an add a girl, you know. Thank you. Um, I I've just really enjoyed having you on our, on the same team as me, you know. Thanks, Tom. I, out of everybody on the team, me and you, I, with you, I have a different relationship. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I mean, we mess with each other a lot, yeah. especially on Facebook, where people don't see. Yeah. You know, well, <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. I kind of have a little bit of a sarcastic personality if nobody's ever noticed. <laughs> and and what you said, Dale, in the 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 Facebook post where, you know, I'm a straight shooter. I definitely am a straight shooter. Like, you know what I'm thinking all the time, <laughs> good or yeah, bad. <laughs> I found that out the first time I went on your Facebook. And so we started talking politics a little bit. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. It was a while ago. It was probably a year and a half ago. Well, when when team members send me a friend request, I get a little nervous because my Facebook is extremely political, and so and and so you might not want to be my Facebook friend, <laughs> you know. So I I generally kind of make a disclaimer, like you yeah. know, enter at your own risk, kind of a thing. And I really enjoyed that because you you don't BS. I mean, you you don't fake anything. Mm-mm. Are who you are, and if you don't like it, that's too bad. Yep, that's, right. yeah. that's, that's right. all I got. It's just a pleasure right. having you. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Philip. Then Bobby Gandy. We got nine minutes, guys. Okay, real quick, two things, Shelly. Well, one, can you hear me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, out of those twenty-nine calls, how many? Just for the record, for especially the people that are watching the replay, how many are cold, cold contacts? All of them. Yeah, I just wanted to point that out. I thought so. Every single one. Watching. Every single one is a cold contact. And i that's probably really not what Dale wants to hear. No, that's, <laughs> you know why? Because you went through your phone in the I first did. week. Mm-hmm. If you hadn't gone through your phone in the first week, we'd have problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and then real quick, second question, Shelly. What is your method for, um, you know, I like how you say when you sit down and you're, you're thinking, we're going to help today. But after you are attempting to help people and you 
inevitably run into the hard-headed, stubborn, dumb people. How do you get past that, like in your own personal realm? Um, well, again, I think politics helps me a lot, right? I I deal with a lot of hard-headed, dumb people <laughs> every day. Um, and so it doesn't bother me. I, my thought is just like, you know what? If you don't want to see it, you don't want to see it, and you're going to miss out. And I'm sorry you're going to miss out. But I I don't take time worrying about it or thinking about it. I'll send them an email, you know, follow up. But if they're going to be rude or whatever, I just move on. It does Those things, I don't take them personally, and they don't bother me. Shelly, do you ever, uh, like, you send it to, say, the headmaster? And, you know, they, oh, we, this isn't for us, blah, blah. Do you ever turn around and send it to a CFO or a board yep. member? Yep. I have Every to. time. And, and here lately, I've been sending direct mail to the CFO in an email to the head of school, the headmaster. So I'm trying to hit two different people in the same school. Hopefully one of them has common sense. Mhm. Yep. No, I always do. And I've even commented a few times like I wonder, you know, I go to your website and I see that you have all of these fundraisers that you're doing. Um I wonder how your parents the parents of your students would feel knowing you're passing this up. That's yeah, that's the best thing in the world to say to them. If they've got 31 teachers and you say I wonder how your parents of your school would feel knowing that you're that you're not claiming $310,000 that the government is holding for you. Mm-hmm. How would your principal feel? I know who your board, your, 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 I, I'm, I'm very familiar with your chairman of the board of your five board members. I mean, I don't want them to sleep well tonight, that night, mm-hmm. if they make a, that kind of decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we're trying to help them here. Yeah. Especially schools, you know, because I spent my whole life buying a bunch of stuff from that I didn't need to support right. school. I know. I know. Uh, Bobby Gandy. Hi, Shelly. Hi, Bobby. Is this your idea of being nervous? I'm just curious. <laughs> it, I got over it. Have you done have you done any or had any experience as far as doing phone calling or doing any yanking doors as far as doing that? Or are you primarily just working through the uh, email campaign? I'm primarily doing email. I have done some phone calls. Um, I have not yanked doors. It's 15 degrees in my neighborhood right now. <laughs> I'm not going outside if I don't have to. Um, so I'm. I have done some calling. I'm at first, I don't think I was comfortable enough to call and I didn't want to, but now I'm super comfortable with it and I will call. Especially if you get a, if you get, well, tell me more, something mm-hmm. like that in a response to your email instead of email them back. A lot of times I know you just pick up the phone and call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a better way to do it. Yep. On an email response. Yes. Outstanding uh, job tonight, kid. You did wonderful. Yeah. So Thank proud you. of you. Thank you. Dave Trilladay. 
I like to join the band on the Atta Girl. Thanks. <laughs> um, uh, and and um, do you find in having been revolved in in the politic side of it for so long, has that really impacted your ability to communicate better with people when you're doing this? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I've I've gotten to a point where I'm I'm pretty good at being able to see all sides of something. I haven't always been that way, but when you're involved in politics, you have to be that way to be successful. And so I yeah, I think it has helped. Okay. Great. I appreciate your time. Thanks. Thanks, David. Thanks, Dave. Ashley. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Okay. I'm hiding downstairs. I've got some crazy kids upstairs. Um, I just have to say, Shelly, I'm so proud of you and congratulations. Thank you. Um, it was what, not even a year ago we were in Vegas and you were kind enough to let me stay in a hotel with you. No, two years ago, I think almost. And, um, it was a Yeah. Um, so my question is, do you have like a set number of emails you want to get through a day or are you just taking the time to find the correct information, sending out the emails that you can without, you know, worrying about, am I going to get supper done? Am I going to get laundry done? Like I have, that's my thing. Mom to mom. Well, how do you do that? When I take my daughter to school, I have nobody home, but the dog. Right. So So when I sit down at my computer, I am generally here until I have to go pick her up from school. Um, And that's just what I do. I don't do a certain number of emails every day because, again, it does take some research the way I'm doing it. So I just mostly do a certain number of hours a day. Um, But, like, you know, I don't have little kids at home like you do. So... I can just, well, there are times when I sit down and I realize that it's been five hours and I haven't even gotten up. So, um, every day. Yeah. Yeah. How how long does it take you to do in an hour? How many can you do? Doing it? Um, researching it. It'll depend. I'd say maybe three to five minutes to research. It'll depend on how quickly I can find that email. Um, it takes so much longer. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. I'm, yeah, because I have to double check all the spelling on this kind of stuff, you know. Mm, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious. Okay, uh, Inez. Inez will be our last one. It's nine o'clock, guys. Shelley, thank you so much. I'm really impressed with the way you edified Dale. Oh, you lifted him up in such a way that even though I'm just meeting Dale recently, I know that he is who he says that he is. And congratulations on doing the work. Thank you. Thank you. No, I will sing Dale's praises all day, every day. Awesome. Um, He's definitely who he says he is. And probably more. Oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But it's like, yeah, thank you guys. 
Thank you, Inez, as well. Uh, I'm going to go on here because if somebody else has something, I'm going to see what they're doing on. If they're going through the whole marketing plan, then we can hang on here for a couple minutes. Anybody else? Yeah, Dale, I just want to say something to Shelly real quick. And I know I'm going to get emotional. Sorry. Shelly, you may not remember this, but um, we I've known you since 2010. You've known Dale a lot longer. But um, after Dale and I got married and I got involved in this whole network marketing world with him, you were the first person one of the first people that I met from this whole world. And Dale might have had a significant impression on you all those years ago, but you had a significant impression on me. Um, and you truly were one of the first people that I met. And I was so impressed with you because I could see the value that you gave to others. I could see your maturity and your leadership in this whole world. And because of that, you've always been just one of my very favorite people in this whole world. So I cannot tell you how proud I am of you and how proud I am for you that you're having such success. I'm one of your biggest cheerleaders. Oh, Dawn, thank you so much. That's so sweet. And I did forget about MPB. So I guess there were six because that's when we met, Hondon, MPB. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. That's so thank sweet. you. I consider you my friend. I really do. Great shoes. Likewise. Likewise. Thank you. Something else? Yeah, I, I just wanted to share this with Shelly and the rest of you unfortunate folks that have to deal with snow and ice in the wintertime. I hate it. I can't, it makes it tough to go door to door when it's 10 below, even without the snow. It's so darn cold to go out there and your face wants to freeze. But the other day we had a lot of school closings and I saw the ticker on the news. I wasn't watching the news, but I thought, hey, so I grabbed my phone and I took pictures of every one of the schools that was closed. I got 58 different schools that I have names for now to call. So I'll be knocking on your door, Shelly, asking for a few pointers probably. Okay. I'm going to, let me say this. If you're going to do schools, do not pull doors. Do not go into the school because they immediately see you as a threat, right? That's the world we live in. Unfortunately, you do not go to the, to the school. Yeah. At least not first. Yeah. Right. Good point. It is. Shane Rogers. Hey, Shelly. I just wanted to first say congratulations (sighs) and thank you for everything you did with pulling everybody into reading again. Um, I guess my question is, you mentioned that you're a very good big advocate on your um, personal development and positive thinking. What did you rely on that brought you back when you started falling away? What did I rely on? Um, it was, again, the self-talk, the book, um, right what to say when you talk to yourself. That's it. That's the foundation. That's always what, that's always what brings you back. Mm-hmm. It's what puts you in a stupor, and it's what brings you back. It controls everything. Yeah. 
again, thank you very much. And um, it's very good to see you having the success that you deserve and seeing that you put in the hard work in. It's, it's very impressive. So thank you for your insights. Thanks, Thanks Shane, man. Good thank to have you. you with us. Dave Johnson. Hey, Shelly. Thanks for sharing your story with us. Uh, and without a doubt, I'm really, you know, I don't, I'm kind of new here too. Uh, but wow, I'm really proud of you, you know, and, and I see your Facebook page and, and let me tell you, I, we're on the same page. Um, <laughs> no worries. Uh, one of the things I would like to ask that your script for, um, private schools is on the face is in the Facebook area. Um, cause I'm going to need that. I, uh, I've had experience of trying to walk into school. It's not a good thing. Don't do it. <laughs> do not do it. Um, and and also, um, I'm having, I don't know if you've had this experience, but I'm having a lot of, uh, I think I've got one in particular CPA that has really uh, thrown a wrench in the works. And I actually talked to an IRS agent. I've got his name and his num- agent number. And he told me he's, He's very shocked. At, he wonders where these people, where that CPA is getting his information because it's absolutely incorrect. And he's uh, this CPA has already um, caused six of these people to stop the process that I've got. Um, and that's so that how do you deal with that kind of adversity? And that could be for you or Dale. That 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 one is for, this is a small town. And everybody uses the same CPA, so I suspect I know who it is. Well, you should be able to find out who it is. Oh, I have. And then pick up the phone and call him. I have. And uh, uh, the snippy attitude I got back was, and I go to church with the woman that works for her. So it's a little bit of a touchy situation. But I'm about to go Marina. I'm about to go Marine out and tell them. Snippy attitude from the gatekeeper or snippy attitude from the CPA? From the CPA. She went to a seminar. They trained her and they're going to get, they're going to have to adjust their K-1s and it's going to be taxed and it's going to cause an audit. That's exactly what she said. And she's telling all her clients. Would you please put that in writing for us so I can make sure everybody in this town knows? I need it in writing. I need it on your letterhead in writing. (laughs) Okay, there's an idea brewing right now. These people were very excited until they talked to this. They're probably going to have a case against you because you're going to cost those six people several million dollars. Mm. I've got to take this to my attorney. Yeah, I was thinking of something. You don't have to go Marine and just go direct. Yeah, I needed to do something that was, I need to do something that is pretty firm and direct. And that's it. I was wondering, I was thinking. Put that in writing on your letterhead because my attorney tells me we're going to have a major case against you because you're costing these six businesses based on my calculations. And you could give him the exact employees. Based upon my calculations, we're talking 133 employees, which equates to about $1.3 million a year, you're going to be on the hook for because of your misinformation. 
I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, Gal, I'd like to talk to you more about that because that's something that I may. I have nothing about. else to say. <laughs> okay. That's what, that's what I would do. Okay. It, 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 you know, it aggravates the fire out of me that somebody is keeping small business owners from claiming what is rightfully theirs because of misinformation. It just, and I spoke. I made an I made an appointment um, on the phone to have a IRS agent call me back from the business section, and I spoke to him directly, and he said it's right on the website. What I would do is just go with what the IRS website says because it is in complete contradiction to what this CPA is saying. That's perfect. That's perfect. And so, you know, I've already checked out how much it costs to run a half-page ad in your town informing all of your clients that they should probably be looking for a new CPA if you continue to do what you're doing and don't think I won't run it. I mean, I like putting the fear of God in somebody Mm -hmm. because sometimes that's the only way they're going to engage their brain. Okay. And I don't, I'm not Marine. I'm not going, I'm not going to, but I'm just, let's get down to where the rubber hits the road here. Yeah. I've been thinking you're doing. I've been thinking just that. Get down to where the rubber meets the road. That's hey, right. You are causing people, people in your community, community over a million, million dollars. There's, There's no, no excuse for that. that. No, no amount of it is worth, is worth that. that. You owe it to yourself and to them. them to get, get yourself educated. educated. Here's, Here's what, what the IRS website says. And I quote. Yeah. Okay. And don't forget, bottom line, we'll stand behind them for five years in the event they were audited and just continue to drive home the fact that, you know, they are the experts. Bottom line, they are the experts. I mean, just yesterday, I finally had a chance to sit down with our CPA and they were excited about all of this. They are overwhelmed and based on a couple of points that she made i knew that they were going based on old policy and not the amendments so we have an appointment with our cpa next week um just because they were so busy you know fourth quarter um i finally had a meeting with them for the first time yesterday for our own personal business and the opportunity kind of came up for me to open this whole door to them and they were They're excited. They were relieved because they're being pushed and have not had time to get up to speed with all the with all the changes. In fact, I told them a couple of things that had changed and they had no idea and were very grateful. So CPAs, they don't they can't know everything about this. It's like shame on the government for even expecting them to understand all of this and keep up with all of this because it's not their business. Their business is tax preparers, accounting. It's not keeping up with government amendments on grants. Yeah, that's that's the point right there. This is not a tax filing. This is a grant. And it's a return of overpayment of taxes. That's right. That's what the rules did. And so I, I don't understand how CPAs are putting out there and they're scaring the crap out of their clients and they're costing them hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
And right. Dale, we talked about value, value focus. Shelly, you talk about it all the time. And value focus means that who can I help today? And that's the attitude that I've been going with. And I'm facing somebody that's, I don't know what they're is. They're ego-driven. Yeah, they're yeah. ego. I think that's yeah. it. Yeah. Before we but go I, got, I got something. You got one? You got something else, Dave? No, that's it. Okay. So, Shelly, uh, you did a great job. Thanks, Alan. And thank you. And, um, yeah, I feel like I've been looking back at you forever. Um, uh, I think as far as just what you've done, as far as the book club and as far as being consistent with the outreach, uh, and you're just a help to everybody. And you have a way, it's the teacher in you or something, but you have a way of of helping people that doesn't make us feel stupid. Um, and I, not, Philip's pretty good at it. I feel, <laughs> but I, I'm challenging at times. Um, but anyway, I really appreciate you. Uh, and, and do count you as a friend for sure. Um, also, so thank you for everything that you do for the team. Thank you. Shelly, before we jump off here, if somebody that, uh, wants to know more about ERC and the business and the opportunity. How do they need to contact you? Um, my my email is pacificbeaches14 at gmail.com. Pacificbeaches14 gmail.com. At gmail. Uh, mm-hmm. The numeral one four. Uh-huh. That's yep. why I put a beach in your background. Did you notice yep. that? <laughs> I missed the beach. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah, oh, you miss it now. Yeah. I miss it now, especially when it's 20 degrees outside. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we're good. They're just going through the presentation, but I, I, I really want to hear from Stimulus Geeks. I know you guys do as well. So let's jump on there. Appreciate you being here. Uh, the ERC so. obsessed people, you'll probably hear from me Saturday or sometime soon. We'll talk to everybody Thursday. Just keep refining your skills, getting through the numbers and follow up, follow up, follow up. That's the game. Appreciate you guys. Have Thanks, a good day. Thanks, Thank Shelly. Thanks so much. Thank you, Shelly. Thank you, Dale. Good night. Yes. Good night. As I said in the intro, uh, there's not been a more deserving person I've worked with over the years than Shelly Giddings. She's just a perfect example of what someone who breaks out looks like. Uh, if you'd like to know more about the IHUB Global ERC opportunity, you can reach out to Shelly at Pacific Beaches 14, Pacific Beaches 14 at gmail.com. Please don't make the mistake of trying to recruit her into your deal. She understands what she has her hands on, and she she will just laugh at you. Honestly, she'll laugh at she'll laugh at you, block you, and never want to hear from you ever again. But if you have a sincere interest and you're ready to go to work, give Shelly a, a contact Shelly Pacific Beaches fourteen at gmail dot com, and she will definitely get you on the right track. Uh, Since the day this podcast started, you've heard me in every session. 
You've heard the quote, in every single session, work harder on yourself than you do on your business. You've heard that, haven't you? Why? Why why have you heard that so much? Because if you don't become a personal development student, your chances for breakout financial success, it, it just, it comes down to if you don't do that, then the only choice you got is getting in, staying in, and hoping and crossing your fingers for some dumb luck. Dumb luck's not a good uh, financial plan. It's not a good business plan. What are your, what's your business plan? Dumb luck. That doesn't work. And yes, we all know people like that. I mean, we all know people that just got where they got because they got in, didn't quit, and ran into some dumb luck. Uh, you probably don't have to look too far. Just look, look to your upline. And when you have some type of financial success that can actually be documented, uh, every personal development student that hears your story are people that I call PCI leaders, principles, concepts, ideas leaders. They're going to know, hey, this person just fell into the dumb luck category. It's no, it's not going to be any mystery to anybody except you. And, and that's just the truth. And I'm sitting here laughing because all these people just kind of run through my mind as I'm saying this. But Facebook and YouTube is just flooded with example after example of this. And, and if that statement bothers you, then you, then you probably aren't listening to this podcast on a regular basis anyway. And thankfully for you, uh, network marketing team building is no longer a business. It's more of a social club. And you probably just have enough sheep on your team that like you blowing smoke up their dress uh, to hang on. You know, they hang on every month on auto ship, uh, you know, not progressing, not getting anywhere under your leadership or lack thereof. And if that bothers you, I understand. If I mean, if I was you, it would bother me. It would bother me, too, if I was you. And, I, and I'm not trying to be rude or crude. I'm just, you know, sometimes people just need to wake up, and there's this industry's full of those type of people. And, you know, if it bothers you, then it's a sign that you can get better. And I believe you can be ten times better than where, where you are. Because if you actually have a leadership title but no leaders coming through the ranks under you, then something's something's not right. And if you miss the personal development aspect of this business, then in my opinion, you miss it all. Network marketing is a personal development program with a compensation plan attached. It's not a popularity contest. You know, Brian Tracy told us, if you build people, or, or I've said for years, if you build people, people will build the business. And Brian Tracy said, real leaders don't develop followers. They don't develop followers, even though that's all, quote unquote, leaders talk about today in network marketing is your following follower count. Real leaders don't develop followers. Real leaders run off the followers. They run off the sheep. Real leaders develop other leaders. And if you're a regular listener of this podcast, you've heard me say that a hundred times over the past couple of years. You know, Brian Tracy's quote. Because it's wisdom of the ages. It's truth. You know, but these network marketing leaders, I, I call them social club managers with leadership titles, they never get this. They never have what I call the leadership development paradigm shift. They just don't. And 
please don't misunderstand me here. Uh, there are some very predatory MLM teams out there, and and they give these anti-MLMers all the content they could ever want. These predatory MLMers that have this mentality, uh, you need to do this extra this month so I can accomplish that. If you guys will do your job, I'll get my bonus car. Or if you guys will do this, then I get promoted to that. And it's just predatory. It's ridiculous. It, it makes me sick. It makes me throw up in my mouth. And for most of these dumb luck people with leadership titles, honestly, most of them, they're great people. They're great people. They're wonderful people. They're joyful. They, they are. I mean, they're, hun- they're, fu- they're fun to hang out with. I mean, they're just good people. They're, they're likable, very likable. They can like you into the business. They can, what I call it, nice you into the business. They're just so nice and they're just so thoughtful, sincerely, in, sincerely are. You know, they read Mary Kay's book about, you know, everybody, imagine everybody with a, a sign around their neck that says, make me feel important. And they get all that and they know Dale Carnegie and they've read how to win friends and influence people. And a lot of people are very sincere with that and they really want to help people. And they're great people, and they're great people to hang out with, and they're a lot of fun. And I can promise you they're a lot more fun than I am. And they care deeply about people and sincerely want to help to help them succeed, but they don't care enough to tell them what they need to hear, not just what they want to hear. They don't care enough to tell them what they need to hear, and sometimes it's because they really don't know. I mean, they just kind of fell in the dumb luck category. And then you have another group. They're too obsessed and, and worried about how they look on social media. Uh, and, and they, again, all these people have never had what I call the leadership development paradigm shift. In a team building opportunity, your long term income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders that are developed developed on your team. Notice I didn't say the number of leaders that you find. I didn't say it's about finding people with leadership titles. I mean, I I can name 20 that have come and gone on our team in the last year, these high-profile people with leadership titles. And people that have leadership titles in the market are are at least perceived to be leaders. When When they join a culture of real leadership development, I mean, when push comes to shove, it's kind of easier to just let the number one income generating opportunity that's ever existed in the world kind of slip through their hands than it is to get into a culture of accountability that will expose them. Ego's a funny thing. It, it really is. And people don't like being exposed. Uh, and real, real culture, uh, real, real, a real culture of leadership development will expose people. And I understand these are tough words, but I know they're true. I know they're true. And so do you. It, you don't have to admit it. Nobody else is listening, but you and I here, but you and I both know it's true. So let me wrap up the formula for breaking out. 
How do you break out? 50% of it is being in the right wealth-generating opportunity at the right time in history. The other 50% depends upon the preparatory work, the preparation that you've taken prior to that opportunity dropping in your lap. I mean, we have 7,000 people on our team, most of which have been hanging around the entrepreneurial space for years, and sadly, most of which have not taken the necessary personal development steps to prepare them for this time and place in history. Did you hear what I just said? That's the truth. It's so important that you hear this. Most have have been hanging out. They might learn a little bit here and there through osmosis. But the reality is there's been no intentional personal development work that they've done. You know, they're, they're listening to Alan Jackson on the radio or whoever, whatever country music star. There's no focused, focused, intentional personal development work that's been done. For some people, they've been hearing about it for 25 years and never done it. And to me, that's just beyond sad. It really is. And you have to understand, especially if you are, if you're on our team. And I hope, I hope an upline said, you got to listen to this podcast. That's what I'm hoping. I'm not counting on it, <laughs> but I'm hoping. And you have to understand this if you're on our team. Now is the time to go all in. Go all in right now. Get your nose bloody. Because number one, you will never get paid what you can get paid in a learning time, in time of personal development and learning. You'll make more money and you'll get paid more than you ever could at any other time in history. So if you're ever going to learn, see, if you're learning and you're out there and you're getting rejected and you're overcoming rejection and you're learning how to handle that from self-talk, and if you get in a state of fear and then you tell yourself, oh, I'm in a fight, flight, or freeze mode, and you can kind of start learning some of this stuff, you start learning, and then, you know, you hit one or two deals a month and you made $10,000, It makes it a whole lot easier than if you sponsor two people and they both quit. I sponsored two, but both of them quit. Well, I only got two deals this month. Yeah, but how much did it make you? Well, I made 11000 in commissions. Now you can keep going. See, it's a great time to get into this world and to make the decision that you should have made 15 or 20 years ago. Now's the time to go all in because you will be paid very well. You know, just one or two deals a month will pay you very well in 2023. But more importantly, the skills you develop on this run and the personal development hurdles that you jump will prepare you for the next run if the clock does end before you hit financial independence. And the clock is going to end with this opportunity, as we all know. Nobody on nobody else on the planet is going to talk to you like this. They're just not. They're just not. But I've studied team building and watched this for 40 years. I don't know a lot about a lot of different subjects, but I understand what it takes for a person to break out. The foundation 
must be around personal development and wisdom of the ages success principles as I've harped on over and over uh, the last three sessions of this podcast and really since this podcast started. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, success leaves clues. I mean, did you hear Shelley talk about the book, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself? Did you hear her this ERC program? She went through every person in her phone. You know, as far as what to say when you talk to yourself, there's not a book I've recommended more over the years, over my career, than probably the, though I have probably the Bible, but I call that the original personal development self-help book. But the book, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself, you know, as a man thinketh in his, in his heart, so is he. Again, quote from the Bible, the original self-help book. But what a, what a person thinks, what a person says when they talk to themselves uh, is a phenomenal book. I've recommended that more as much or more than any other book. And Shelley, you know, like she said a few years ago, became a certified personal development self-talk instructor. Again, ladies and gentlemen, success leaves clues. Think about the stories you've heard on this podcast. I mean, myself and everybody else that you've heard will tell you the same thing, and that is the personal development journey. That's kind of a lifelong thing. None of us are done yet. And, you know, we all understand because we've all been there if you want the whirlpool, and some of you know what I'm talking about when I say whirlpool because I've talked about it multiple times in multiple trainings over the years. And if you want the whirlpool to suck you back into being normal, you know, being comfortable and being normal, then just go a week and ignore your miracle morning routine that we've talked about multiple times. Ignore your morning routine to get your head right, get yourself focused. Just ignore it. Uh, start listening to Alan Jackson in your truck instead of Jim Rohn. And it doesn't take long. Quit listening to these podcasts. I mean, we live in a world surrounded by disruption and negativity. Making this decision, you know, for me, making the decision after the last election to turn off the news was one of the best decisions I ever made, honestly. For this past year was great, not trying to keep up with the politics of this crazy, disruptive environment in which we're in that makes no logical sense to common thinking people. It just doesn't. Uh, it is what it is. And, and I mean, I understand the pieces are falling into place for one world government. I mean, I know how it ends. I mean, I've read Revelations. I've read the end of the book. And, and there's nothing I can do between now and then to change anything. So my job is to be accountable to the person staring me back in the mirror and give my family and my friends and my team members the most I can every day and 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 live life to its fullest every single day and enjoy every single moment that I have. I mean, I believe breakout is impossible without preparation. And preparation starts with personal development and activity, not education, activity. Activity creates courage, inactivity, fear. I mean, many of you witnessed Kamala Robinson's breakout 
Uh, you've heard her on this podcast. I mean, when I helped first introduce the loop player, you heard her story. You know, Campbell had been around network marketing 10 years, plugging along. A few years ago, two or three years ago, she finds our team and this whole culture of personal development and programming your mind for success. And, you know, she was three steps forward, two steps backwards, three steps forward, two steps backwards. And then when Loop hit and that came into the market and that became available, I mean, she broke out and just took off, you know, ranking herself as high as number three in this company for production went with the with the Loop player. I mean, just broke out. I mean, you heard Daniel Vesperman on one of our podcast sessions talking about uh, being involved in MLM for several years and then finally just making the decision to draw the line in the sand and and, and just decide it. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm, the line's in the sand and coming home and walking around in his basement for an hour afraid to make his first phone call. Uh, you all heard all this. This is very predictable. I've watched it for 40 years. You know, but he made the decision. He drew the line in the sand and then going to work and hitting the iHub ERC leaderboard just out of nowhere. Boom. Out of nowhere. He's on the leaderboard after just being around for a few years. Two steps forward, three steps back, four steps forward, five steps back, whatever. I mean, how many examples do you need to hear? I mean, this podcast is full of story after story, going back to session number one with Joey Morris. I mean, how many stories do you need to hear? That's why this podcast was started, to let you guys know there is a path. There's a predictable path to success. I've lived it. I've, I've watched many people live it. And you can't ignore the steps to the path. I used to talk about, you know, you knock a ball off the center field fence and you run to third base, second base, and you slide into first. And you slide into first, and then the ball comes, and the first baseman taps you on the head. Guess what? You're out. Why? Because you didn't run to the bases sequentially. You went from third to first, not first to third. So personal development is a very, very important part of this. The number one benefit of this business is the person you become. That's it. That's the number one benefit. I mean, how many times do you have to hear it? Stubborn, hard-headed people. It, 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 it just blows my mind. I mean, it just does. How many stories do you need to hear? When you put people in a culture of personal development and personal accountability, that's when the magic starts to happen, when the right opportunity lands in their lap. Then you see breakout stories where people are creating almost a half a million dollar income. You know, like you just heard in, what, couple of months. It's just the truth. Some of you may not believe this, that have heard of Gordy and Kelly Alderson, and if you haven't heard that name yet, you will. I mean, they are absolutely blowing up the IHUB Global ERC program. Uh, and believe it or not, they almost missed it. You'll hear their story soon. Uh but, I mean, they were out of town when it was introduced, and they got started like a week a week late. And I know that they put 20 hours of personal education time in, learning everything they could. You know, y'all heard me talk about when I first heard about it. I did an all-nighter. 
went through his gathering as much information as I could, as quick as I could, to learn as much as I could. And, you know, they put their 20 hours of, of in, and all of you on our team, you understand the 20-hour rule, and we've talked about this. And you know what? There's still a bunch of you listening to me that still haven't done it. You've been here two or three months. You haven't done your focus 20 hours of learning, you know. You, and it just, I don't know why. Some people can't get out of their own way. But they did, and then Gordy called me, I mean, after they got started, and he said, Dale, I'm just having trouble getting people interested. And we talked about what he was saying and how he was saying it and the pace he was saying it at, and we had a really good rubber-hits-the-road talk, and he got back at it. I think that afternoon he did his first deal, and the rest has been history. They're blowing everybody in this company out of the water. I mean, they've, they've, I don't know who's in second, but they're probably 30 or 40 deals ahead of them. And it's their time. And I've told Gordy and Kelly both, and I have believed this from day one, this is their time. This is the time. This is the time for their story to be writ- written. There's been a lot of unfulfilled potential over the years, and I just believe it's their time. I mean, they started with me 25 years ago. Uh, they've been in and out of multiple network marketing programs over the years. We went years without contacting each other. We kind of in and out of contact over the years. Uh, but I've always had respect for them, for both of them, because I remember where they started and the unbelievable business he's built in the bits and spurs business in the cowboy world. You all may have heard me talk about it. He's a Versace of the cowboy world. And uh, highly respected, just great people, authentic, truthful, trust them as far, I mean, just trust them, and just awesome, awesome people. And, you know, over the years, they've been in and out of different programs, most of them not with me, but just different programs. They've had moderate success, but this is their time. This is their time. And every experience they've had has led them to this time and place in history. So when this is over, not only will everyone in IHUB Global know who they are, but the entire ERC community. Uh, they were, are on right now what can only be described as a legendary run. So to say that they've broken out would kind of be an understatement. But I think they would be the first one to tell you that that's true, that they've had moderate success, three steps forward, two steps back for years. Uh, They've done okay. I don't know what the most money they've ever made uh, in network marketing in one month has been, but my guess would be they never made 10000 maybe never 5000 in one month prior to ERC. And... You know, they go out and break out in a big, big way. I mean, some of you have heard, heard the session that we did. And, we're, again, we're going to have them on a podcast real soon. But we're talking about a million dollars in commissions in 40 days. That's breaking out, ladies and gentlemen. That's breaking out. So if you know me, you know I'm never going to pull any punches. I'm never going to tell you what you want to hear. And I'm always going to tell you the truth. If if you've ever heard anything I've said, if you've ever heard anything I've said, please hear this. I'm wrapping up. 
And I hope your upline asks you to listen to this podcast. If you have team members, you should really ask them to listen to this. But if you are one of the 7,000 or so people on our team that's been hanging around the entrepreneurial space for years, and I know a lot of you, we've had tons of new people that have joined us we've probably never met. But if, if I'm talking to you, you know who you are. And if you've been hanging around in this space for years, but you've never really been exposed to a leadership development culture, don't let this time and place in history on your entrepreneurial journey pass you by. If you're honest with yourself, and always to thy own self be true, I know most of you listening to this have not taken the necessary personal development steps to prepare you for this time and place. You haven't. So, you really don't have the skill sets and the mindsets to take maximum advantage of this opportunity right now. You don't. But let me ask you this. Just to clarify this, what is your miracle morning routine? What do you do every morning to prepare yourself mentally? I mean, the exact same routine every day to get yourself focused and prepared to take on and win that day. What is it? Well, Dale, I don't really have any specific... That's right. I know you don't. You don't. I know you don't. When is your scheduled time to work your business daily? Are you getting up an hour early? Are you spending your lunch breaks? Are you coming home, getting the kids to bed, taking two hours in the evening? What is your scheduled time to build your business? Scheduled. And third, who are you listening to in your car? To their own self be true, because the answer to those three questions will tell you the truth on exactly where you are. What's your morning routine? Are you taking 15 minutes a day to program your mind for success? Are you? I mean, when is your scheduled time to work your business? And who are you listening to in your car? Today, right now, is the time to make the decision to go all in. And the reason is because you will be paid very well for your efforts. You're going to get paid very well for your efforts. But more importantly, the skills you develop on this run and the personal hurdles that you jump will prepare you for the next run if the clock ends before you reach financial independence. I hope you're hearing me. Uh, I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. Again, the time in Shackley set me up for the rest of my career. And every, every pivot after that took me a little bit further down the road until I retired after making $10 million the last three years before I retired. And I coasted for 15 years. Biggest mistake I ever made was that decision, but I did it. Uh, so guys, I hope you've gotten value from this. If you have to go back and listen to it again, listen to it again. If I ask you, what is the formula to break out? I hope you would be able to explain it back to me or to somebody else. 
Uh, thank you so much, Shelly, uh, for an awesome job and for agreeing to the interview. Thanks, all of you, for listening. Uh, this is Dale Calvert. I'll be back with you next week, and you'll hear a story of Mr. Zane Marty. Zane is a third-grade teacher in a real small little town in Wyoming. Uh, the population's about 3,500, and in, he's tripled. He's tripled his teacher's salary, his annual teacher's salary, his first 90 jet days uh, since joining our team about 90 days ago. So it's a story you definitely don't want to miss, the third-grade teacher from Wyoming. Uh, you don't want to miss that. So go ahead and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening, whether it's iTunes or Stitcher, or if you're listening on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe uh, wherever you're hearing this. Have an awesome week. Have an awesome week. Have a Have a great week. And we'll talk with you next Tuesday. God bless you. And remember, financial independence occurs when opportunity and preparation meet. This is Dale Calvert. Talk to you next week. Did you enjoy this story? Then you will probably enjoy some of the other sessions of this podcast. You can visit MLMSuccess.com and see a full playlist of the podcast since the day we started. Would you like to put some faces with the voices? Then search for Dale Calvert MLM Success Podcast on YouTube and follow us there. Please leave a comment on YouTube and let our special guests know how their story inspired you or affected you. Dale spends most of his social media time in private groups he has founded, but you can follow his public Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Dale Calvert page. And of course, your comments and feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you access this podcast is always appreciated. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week and share with you another real success story that is happening right now in this new era of wealth creation that most still don't know exist. Yet.